नमस्कार आदाब सत्यकाल फ्रेंड्स दिस इज केजीएस यू स्टैंडफर्ड 90.1 एफएम आई एम प्रांजली एंड यू आर लिसनिंग टू चाय टाइम एवरी संडे विथ योर कप ऑफ टी आई से दिस टू यू कि सपने देखने चाहिए और उन सपनों को पूरा करने की जिद करनी चाहिए आई रिमाइंड यू टू ड्रीम हार्ड एंड टू वर्क हार्डर टू फुलफिल दोज ड्रीम्स but friends that is not enough today we have a very special guest and i'll quote his own words about chasing your dreams even the biggest dream will remain the smallest idea without hard work even the smallest dream will become the biggest idea with hard work yes friends please welcome stanzin torzai gya the man who saw the dream dream for his land his community dream to project them share them with the world with a good heart and a good cause stanzin dorze as a filmmaker from ladakh india who is dedicated to sharing stories that open the viewers eyes and minds to the unique challenges of life in the high himalayas his work is as compelling as the landscape itself his messages as profound as the surrounding himalayas yes friends today We have the privilege of talking to the award-winning filmmaker Stanzin Dorzai about his life, his journey, and his film *Shepherdess of the Glaciers*. Please join me in welcoming Stanzin. Stanzin, how are you? I'm very fine. Thank you so much. It is a great honor to meet you all here. And Julie, Namaste, Salam Alikum from India, from Ladakh. I'm so so happy to be here, share with uh, my view with my dear friend Linda Cordier. Uh, she is uh, also uh, part of her. time living in ladakh and she is with me for the tour and i'm so happy to be here share with my little experience you all thank you so much it's an honor for us it's an honor for kgsu and it's a privilege thank you so much for joining us today and thank you linda welcome to the studio oh thank you so much what a great honor to be here at stanford so we have so many questions about your part of the world about the movie but first stands in tell me about your growing up years when you were a small child in ladakh your background your childhood uh, sometimes like i feel i have a two life and my like uh, past life and present life you know what i see now and what i used to have it but i'm like very lucky to be born in my countries in india and uh, living in this high himalaya and when i was uh, 13 years old i never seen the school i was uh, with my uh, uh, campus are like mountains and then uh, my classmates are sheep goat yaks and all my friends are snow leopard eagle lynx <laughs> and that how i grown up in um, north part of high himalaya in ladakh yes uh this is uh, my childhood is uh, i was a shepherd with my sister uh, who is uh, appearing uh, her main character is in the shepherdess of the glacier that how this movies yes. all about the uh, shepherdess and how we live in ladakh yeah and that is such an interesting story and when you talk about how leopards and sheep and goats were your friends and then from there taking this path this journey towards filmmaking how did that happen uh yes like uh till uh, 
we have a like a completely different life i say like this is also a part of education what we get there it is uh, we always not only focus of uh, reading writing and mathematics but then our edu- we have our own educations where we always speak about the bright head and skillful hands and kindness hearts that hmm. what i get from my uh, place and my mother my father and my animals uh, where i was and then till um, 13 years uh, i am going to school for 15 days and going uh, then like 15 days i am chasing yak sheep goat in the mountain so i get a balanced education there it is not like that somebody told is very backward it's not like that what i see now but also till 13 years all i never seen the television at all hmm. but then later um, uh, when i go in the school uh, my teacher keep telling me stanzin you have a very bright uh, head also you must study now so i'm really thanks for all my teachers and i was studying in the government schools and then later uh, there is a alternative institutions called uh, student education Cul- uh, student culture movement of ladakh sekmol uh, which you might know uh, like uh, the one of the greatest revolutionary man in India who recently got the Rolex award who had official glacier I was part of like uh, 12 years I was in this institution mm-hmm. and then in this institution there is a many volunteer coming from all over in our own country from delhi bombay and and uh, and yes uh, in other part of the world like uh, from us and then from uh, Uh, France and and everybody was keep telling me that something you have a third eyes in media mm-hmm. and my English is worse than now I don't have a good English there you know oh I have a two eyes where is my third eyes you know <laughs> and then later I really thought this audiovisual is one of the very powerful medium so that how I came to be a filmmaker. Yeah, so interesting third eye. I, I totally agree with that. And the way you are saying that, yes, education is important. All these institutions, but at the at the end, it's your own heart. It's your own desire to make big and to share the stories, right? And talking about sharing the stories, we go back to your film. In these empty, empty, empty valleys, I'm the only woman and only shepherdess. But if there is a will, there is a way. It's really tough going in all these sharp edges and ridges. But if you focus your energy in the heart and your head, you can get there. There is no one to guide. You have to learn everything on your own. This is what we can call a philosophy of life. But Stanzin, this is actual life of a shepherdess, your sister. right and that's what you have tried to depict in this documentary please tell us more about this movie uh, yeah so today still i'm thinking about my sister who she is she is a incredible woman living nowhere in this high himalaya where she is right now exactly today she is in uh, more than 15000 uh, feet high and then i'm thinking to her you know and she is a philosopher she is a doctor she is a metal she learn all things herself like nobody around her and she is uh, like right now uh, only with the her uh, 350 sheep and goats mm-hmm. and snow leopard wolves and no like a human around her you know but she make that place livable and that why sometimes i wanted to share this movie is so important today in the world 
द एडवांस लाइक डेवलपिंग कंट्री से वी वॉन्टेड टू गो टू मून एंड देन वी विल मेक ए गार्डन देयर आई थिंक इन इन माई कंट्रीज इन इंडिया वेर वी लिव आर पीपुल प्लेस लाइक लद्दाख इज वेर लिविंग इन ए मून बट वी मेक ए लिवेबल वेन यू आर देयर इज ए सच ए हार्स लाइफ एंड इवन यू take a breath you have to make efforts in this 15000 meter high very limited resources and then she more than like 35 years she is living there very happily very healthily and that why i say she is a incredible woman you know then with this big wave with this modernization we really don't want to lose this indigenous knowledge and mm. then how this is the value is a knowledge and with the limited resources what we have how to be used is there is the things the second thing is the sheep and goats especially we say kashmir goats mm-hmm. this is more than 700 years it is existing in there now nobody is doing that she is really taking care there and then how she is taking taking care that this is amazing stories you know that how i thought that this knowledge must pass to the youth you know youth must to becoming a shepherdess also and shepherd also that is the all the movies about her life how to she live and then is about the values and knowledge about from the mountain so uh, you belong to that semi nomadic uh, community of shepherds and uh, for so many years people have been doing this but because of the hardship or modernized modernization you think it's kind of going away but there are still people like your sister who are not only doing it but doing it with a passion with mm-hmm. full heart and that's the message you wanted to give to the people and yeah. do you think that message went across yeah not just all over the world but in your own ladakh and nearby areas yeah there's two things uh, what i'm making movie different movie mm-hmm. one thing is place like countries like india yes and not people look my countries like a zoo or museum you know mm-hmm. there's so many thing to learn there is yes. so many unknown heroes are there yes. which is like since many centuries we have those knowledges you know the second thing is yes exactly that uh, what how sitting living with the sheep and goat it has own knowledge and all educations you know that is now missing in our educations that why we really don't want to uh, lose this yeah. so that was my message and that how i made this movie and then why i made this movie with my co-director kishan moderate from france and there is a it was a journey when i was uh, before that there is a, another my movie it called broken balance it's mm-hmm. called the jungwa, jungwa how the climate change global warming yes, yes. affecting ladakh in affecting whole himalayas yes. and then during that time i explore uh, like in when i was in europe so how people are re- they are very happy with uh, with their uh, materialistic life but still they are missing something but yes. that is in in this uh, movie uh, in this uh, Yeah so that what I wanted to show. Yeah and when I was watching uh, bits and parts of the movies I thought that your sister is not just hard working but he's she she's such a spiritual person like I'm looking at all the things she's saying the way she's surviving not just doing it to do it but enjoying it right and I think that's the true message. So tell me more about her is she your older sister and like how does she, all this happen like 
do you all do this or did she decide to take this path and uh, like what was her reaction when you told her that you want to make a film on her <laughs> yeah this is uh, like how our, my journey goes like when uh, i was uh, in france mm-hmm. so i was uh, uh, traveling from the tgv Uh, Paris to Lyon mm-hmm. and then uh, my previous uh, friends and uh, they told me this time Stanjan you must go travel in a TGV first class and then when I was in the for me every day everything looked for me a first class then this so you must go in this first, first class then mm-hmm. when I was in the first class then and then within a few seconds three beautiful ladies came inside the like you know cabin you know hmm. when i look at the cabin it look like really luxury like and when i look at the all the uh, women they look so beautiful and mm-hmm. then like when i look at their jewelry and then i i have a smell of the one of the most expensive perfume on them hmm. and then when i look there how they dress up and more than like 3-4,000 uh, euros uh, like you know compared to all these days on them you know yeah. so I was so shy to look at them because I was coming from uh, my countries and then uh-huh. Ladakh and then suddenly one asked me you know oh you are what do you oh, what is your name what are you doing here and then say yeah I'm from India but then they told me you not look like Indian mm-hmm. but then I say India is bigger than Europe we have like South North East and all yes, these things yes. But then suddenly I thought about my sister. My sister is living 13, 14,000 meter high, nobody around her. Here I'm having a red wine with like, all this uh, like mm-hmm. luxury life. I deeply realized that like, then suddenly one day asked me like, you know, I shared this story with these uh, three women and they think it's an incredible story, sons, in what you're telling to me. You look, I'm very, like, you know, I'm, I have a luxury house, luxury car, I travel all over the world. But what your sister had something so special? Please bring this story to the West and Europe, you know. And then after that, I went back to see my sister. It's not easy to see sister, you know. So I have to be in Delhi and then go to Ladakh and then I have to hire the horses and then I go to, to meet her. Mm-hmm. When I met her, it was after a long time. And I just met her. I say, my sister, you are incredible how you live here. And then I want to make a movie on you. Mm-hmm. And she saying, no. No, you can't make a movie on me. And she thought that I'm making a Bollywood movie on her, oh, you know, singing, with dancing. songs yeah, and entertainment. And, entertainment. <laughs> and then later, I said, like, so many people want to know your wisdom, your experience, you know. Yes. That's how this movie comes. It is, like, incredible, like, you know, the story, how she lived there. And so many things to learn from, uh, like, Siring. She is the one hero. There is lots of unknown heroes like Siring. Yes, yes. So people still are doing this, right? And through Sering, we know the lives of them. And when we talk about the community and the life there, I would like to uh, again welcome Linda. Uh, Linda, you have been with uh, the community in that area. Let us talk more about it, but can you please introduce yourself to our listeners first? Certainly. <clears throat> 
So my name is Linda Courtright, and I'm the editor and publisher of a magazine called Wild Fibers. And I first came to Ladakh 11 years ago to understand the history of Kashmir goats from that region. And even more than that is understand how the goats and the people who have raised them, how that has been changing in modern times and as the result of a changing climate. And when I was sort of finished that professional part, came a very personal um, real change in my first time being in a nomadic community and realizing that they had so much to teach me as a Westerner. Mm. And that was but began. I can almost say there was, you know, life before my first time in Ladakh and then my changes since going there. Wow. And I hear you have this Pangong Craft Center. Tell us more about it. So I was able to, my first trip to Ladakh was with Stanzen's dear friend by the name of Kanchik Stupkis, mm -hmm. who I met at a conference in Kyrgyzstan. And when I met him, he said that he was a nomad from Ladakh, and my eyes raised. And I thought, <laughs> no, really? And he smiled, this big smile, and he said, yes, come to Ladakh, and I will show you. And, and I did. And it was the result of my relationship with him that I really wanted to give back. And I thought, what can I do for this this person who's just made such a big influence on my life? And so four years ago, with the help of my subscribers, I was able to build the first and only craft center at 14,500 feet in Stepkis's village. It's now grown to 130 women. These are semi-nomadic women, mm -hmm. very similar to Searing's world, who have no economic opportunity aside from crushing rocks into small stones by the side of the road. Mm. And now they're able to spin and knit the cashmere that they have so lovingly raised for generations. And that money in turn not only improves their quality of life, but enables them to provide a better education for their children. Yeah, because the irony is they raise the cashmere goats, but what would eventually happen to that? It never got any effect on their lifestyle or their living, right? It was just the raising and creating it and then it would go to the industry and it would, all the people would make money, but nothing would happen on this side, right? The people so, who do the hardest work exactly. get the least amount of compensation. Yeah. Yes. So do you think that now the change is happening and things are changing? Oh, certainly my most optimistic heart <laughs> believes that it really is through small steps that you can start to create change. And certainly with the center in Pangong, we've had a lot of interest from other communities saying, wow, you know, could we possibly have a center like this, you know, in our village as well. And when I see the shepherdess and that that tells the story in, in only the way someone who has experienced it. I don't think an outsider could come in and tell Searing's story. Only Stanson has that eye. And you need to understand sort of every part of what goes into this luxury fiber. Mm. And as he said, by educating even, even other people throughout India, yes. what is going on in the north, much less people outside, you're creating a level of honor to that profession, to that lifestyle that I don't think has existed. And now people are realizing, wow, we really do have something very, very special. And 
all, all humans want to take pride in what they do. And I think between the film and certainly the center, the women, I can't tell you how often the women just sit there and they are so amazed that, you know, I will bring people on tours to the center, but they're like, really, this is something special. And I say, oh, yes, what you're doing, your work with your hands is something that people all over the world appreciate. And that gives them incredible joy. That's so satisfying and great to know. So Stanzing, when we talk about that cashmere wool, it's so soft. Just thinking of it gives you that feeling of softness. But behind it, it's the story of those hard, rocky mountains, those steep ups and downs, such harsh conditions, that snow, that cold. And your sister with 300 or more animals all alone in that cold, surviving, struggling, taking care of them. How does she manage that? Like, this is incredible. And I would say, when I say incredible, I literally mean it. Like, me sitting here in the studio and imagining that, and that happening in real life, and you have seen that up and close. How is she, how does she do this? Uh, Yeah, it's like... As mountain you see looks so beautiful yes. when you see the in the pictures, but the life of who living behind this mountain is interesting, but it's difficult too. And then I want to like to share you one small story when I was shooting there. Mm-hmm. It was when us, uh, it was in April twenty uh, third. Yes, you you will see the movie in the movie. There is a lots of uh, God baby born, yes. and like. I seen my sister how she so hard work, mm-hmm. and uh, it was minus thirty two, sixteen thousand feet high, and she wake up around uh, four o'clock in the morning, and I seen three baby born in this cold regions, you know, and wow. she taking care so I don't know how she take care. I thought okay enough, but then around. Uh, eight o'clock again for five baby born and in this snowing minus 32 she woke up in the mountain another four baby born till in the evening in the night 12 in the night more than 14 15 baby born in one day wow. and all this baby she take care I don't know how she take care around 12 in the night I was so thirsty uh-huh. and this high altitude I asked to my sister can you give me a cup of tea uh-huh. and she make a big smile uh-huh. and she make a tea for me oh. if that day that time if somebody asked to me a cup of tea I will really get angry you know yes. all day I work like this I and know. that I understood who she is you know how life is so difficult but later really that night I went outside it was minus 32 the tear is rolling from my eyes I thought who she is who is this woman you know living in this altitude taking care so difficult life she make easy then that night I thought that this movie I will make who is cheering and then I was just realizing that day, as a man, I know, we always think we are powerful, we can do, men can do. Like, and that night, I realized that why I'm not born as a woman. If i born as a woman like my sister, I can understand the life and compassions. And then not only love and compassion living in this uh, like difficult place, you know, 
that I say like this story must tell to everyone that how she lived there. It is not easy. Like really, when yes. you will be there, you will just can imagine through movie you can see all these things. I thing. know, yeah. and it's not just about the hard work and mm. the endurance, but it's about having that love, that passion, mm. that kindness, and this is so heartwarming. It's like through you we are meeting, seeing. I can almost feel. what she goes through and how she must be and i can't thank you enough for bringing that story to us and uh talking about her i was very curious to know about one aspect of her life and i was reading that she was mentioning in one of her lines that radio is my sibling my mother my father <laughs> my whole soul company there and if it doesn't work it's so hard for me and that Radio is the only thing which connects her to the outer world. There is this world where she is, and then there is this radio. We are here on radio, and I am always fascinated by this medium. So please tell us more about her <laughs> radio oh. encounters and her likings. Exactly. Even like uh, this high Himalayas, <laughs> you can hear only the radio. We don't have a television where she lives, <laughs> but she can reach through only the radio. Ridu is exactly like her father, her mother, her brother, <laughs> and she don't want to like. Sometimes <laughs> she use Ridu is not only like her family member, and this is she's like when the snow leopards wolves try to attack her um, sheep and goat, she say, "Don't afraid me. I have a Ridu, you know." <laughs> and then Ridu is something so special, like for like even. I was shepherds with her like five years together. At that time, we only listening the radio, and like I don't know, I don't have any words. You know that how we grown up. All we are in Himalaya, like my sister, like me. The radio is only the source of uh, entertain news, everything for us. That in the beginning, the movie title is Shepherdess in the Radio. and mm. uh, then that was like a working title you know because i really wanted to say this how radio is affecting in the uh, somebody life this how she learned she never been in a school she never been in university yeah. everything she learned from the radio that is uh, the only that how she is uh, with her family wow <laughs> and uh, you mentioned that uh, she loves movie songs and she's learning hindi and urdu and english words through this radio right <laughs> and in like one day like she was speaking about the economics of the countries <laughs> and i was just shocked you know? oh okay I said, okay you never been in uh, like you know school you never reading in a newspaper and all these thing how you know yeah and say to the radio wow. and she understand hindi urdu english and but she just listening you know she can yes, yes. that why like uh, to speak is little for her difficult but she understanding many languages of course then many songs you know songs of bollywood and like uh, <laughs> other hindi songs yes. then and then more than that all the knowledge what she get it yes. is like from many experts from the radio she even is minute she is not off the radio you know she is wow. like you know, the radio is for her everything really is like for her breath yes and yeah. this is fascinating to know that she is talking about world economy and how things are affecting her because at the end that is what it is like she is working so hard and she has to know how 
it is affecting the world and through radio she is getting a glimpse of it and this is incredible <laughs> so friends this is KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM I am Pranjali and you are listening to Chai Time and here we are in conversation with Stanzin Dorzai a filmmaker living in Ladakh India and is dedicated to sharing stories that open the viewers eyes and minds to the unique challenges of life in the high Himalayas so Stanzin here I would like to take a pause and ask you about Himalayan Film House which you have founded because Shepherdess of the Glaciers is such a well-known renowned uh, documentary you have made but before that also you have been working and bringing issues of global warming and the economy and all these issues uh, from your homeland through this Himalayan Film House please tell us more about it yeah. uh, this is uh, like uh, since now more than like 30 years mm-hmm. how the himalayan all the mountains are changing in in like in the people lives in the behind these mountains mm-hmm. that why himalay film house we thought that we have like a like bollywood and hollywood and all these movie yeah. and then i wanted to tell something which is happening in these mountains that is the how the audio visual is so powerful to reach because we are very far but still we can reach yes this is like before uh, shepherdess of the glaciers i uh, wanted to share one another movie it is called uh, jungwa mm-hmm. the broken balance it is like how the climate change taking place in ladakh mm-hmm. it is unbelievable like i seen more than 10 years like in more than 10 years so many disaster has happening and then even i'm going all these small villages i'm asking to the people you know and then what happened you know because all the people are in ladakh are more farmers and shepherds mm-hmm. and they never blame anyone and they saying maybe this is my bad karma oh. because uh, that why my because of my bad karma this is uh, my present karma i have to face it i think no this is man made disaster and yes. we have to capture this and then we have to show to the world how the climate uh, climate change affecting ladakh and then you see in 30 years one degree increasing in the temperatures and in 30 years 50 percent of the snowfall is reduced in ladakh and the snow is a life line hmm. and we done nothing for everyone we are living there very peacefully but because of the changing of climate is really affect ladakh and whole himalaya i don't know place like beautiful which is like since many centuries we make this place livable like on the moon you know people live so happily it will disappear soon it will be remain only in in a patch of a book or remain only in the cinema yeah. and really i don't want to see dying this you know yes. this climate global changing is real it this is not is sort real. of uh, like people just yes. saying like this you know that what you will see in 2010 i'm still remember mm-hmm. it was 5th august 2010 it's a big flood so many people lost in yes. the mud and so many mother lost their children so I many children that. lost their mother yes. animals mm-hmm. and then i said like i must do something 
for this to tell to the world, you know. And then I make uh, this movie, and I'm so uh, happy that this message was in uh, Paris COP uh, Climate Talks uh, in 2015. It was screening in the, all over uh, the participants there. So yes. this is how uh, the Himalaya Film House uh, work. Yes. And uh, there and is more movies, yeah, which I'm trying to bring the uh, don't lose this indigenous knowledge, yeah. Great. And talking about Paris, I uh, think you have your co-director from France, Christian Modelit. Please tell us more about her. Yeah. Christian Modelit is uh, something incredible woman. And she traveled like from all over the world in the past. Mm -hmm. And she been in India. She been in Mongolia. When she came to India from France, uh, from France, she seen all those important values and then she wanted to do a school exchange between we have many tourists coming to Ladakh and uh, I say like uh, some tourists come for uh, only for entertainment some like some don't like but she's saying Ladakh is not like this and then she's saying the West and uh, Europe must learn from India also. And then she tried to make a school exchange between uh, Ladakh, and, um, uh, Ladakh and France, France and Ladakh and Mongolia. Mm -hmm. And then somehow she seen my first movie. Uh, it's called, uh, I made that movie uh, for the WWF Worldwide Fund for Nature. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, on the Snow Leopard and it's called The Living with Change. And... I love to do fictions also. I've done three fictions also. And oh, okay. uh, I work with um, many prominent actor, actress there. And, and that's how I inspire from many of them. And then I say I want to make more documentary. <laughs> and then my documentary, when I was uh, screening in India, we have a, not that much people are watching documentary. People are very addictions with yes. uh, Bollywood uh, movies. That is yeah. so true. Yeah. Yes. And then Krishan told me, Stanzin, your movie is something so original, so special. Why you not come to France, you know? I said, no, 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 France is so far. I don't know how to live there like this. I don't want. And she said, you must come with me in France, you know. But people will love your movie. And then when I came to France with uh, 28 children, which is she done a school action between from uh, India, Nubra, 28 children, they, uh, 13 years old children, mm -hmm. go to France. There is a movie called Behind the Mirror. I think you must watch this movie. You Behind know, so the Mirror? Behind the Mirror. Mm -hmm. And then in this movie, it shows in what we may be lost. The France and all Europe look very beautiful, but they also lost something. Yes. And then when you meet with all these children, you know, they will tell the truth. You know, mm. This is how the my first movie with Christian Modelit. And then later... Uh, we are like a very good uh, partner to make a difference. And there is a two things. She has a European and Western eyes. I have a Asian and my region uh, eyes. Yes. And yes. then all togetherly, we make a like, you know, togetherly good movies also. Yeah. So that's Such how I introduce it. And, and, like, yeah. Yeah. and you're saying good movies, but trust me, they're great movies. I have watched <laughs> them. And, and that again brings me to my next question. I come from a very humble uh, background in India, grew up in a very small village. And here sitting in the studio doing this podcast, I feel honored, humbled. And that's what I think about you. You grew up in those mountains, that area, that Ladakh. And when I see your movies, they are so beautiful. They are, even the camera, it's not just about the inner beauty and the spiritual message, but talking about the technical aspect. It has been done so beautifully. 
it's an art it's a skill but you have to master it and uh, i was uh, thinking that how did you get this kind of skill and power to make such beautiful movies uh yes the camera shot the screen <laughs> it's like i'm telling you like few seconds and you are just drawn and that is unbelievable uh thank you so much for really encouraging me a lot to make some of this sort of movie in the coming my uh, life yes it is true in the beginning i told you i was in a um, uh, alternative institution segmol student education culture movement of ladakh there are so many volunteers are coming from all over the world yes. there is a, one my guru rahul ranadev from mumbai mm. and then he came to uh, uh, lay to make a movie on uh, mr sonamangchuk who is uh, world renowned today for the educa- education education reformer and artificial glaciers and all what he doing and that them uh Lestrom from the Denmark and they all say what I was telling you before you know you have a good eyes you know something like that mm-hmm. that and like they saying this Tanzin you have something very special and you know and when i see their camera i was just always like you know goosebumps i want to touch this camera you know and yes. but i don't have cameras but uh-huh. i have a small recorder because radio is my everything you know because <laughs> yes. i keep listening i i'm grown up with the radio and then sometimes i'm thinking that in the radio how they put the background music you know yes. <laughs> oh i can understand they can speak how all this and then i have a small recorder i always record my voice and there is lots of wind and then lots of river going uh-huh. while i'm speaking i'm recording that and then somehow manage you know and then i went to my family place can you uh, i want to buy a camera you know uh-huh. and I think like we're a healthy family because we don't have much money but we have like food we have everything where we live but then we have a lots of chips and god I tell to my brother because I lost my father when I was very young mm-hmm. I told to can you buy a camera for me because yes. I want to do this job and they saying my brother because camera costs lakhs you know because yes, even yes. we sell all these chips and god you will not get a one camera you know <laughs> I was disappointed but uh, I think like I will work hard and then later like uh, I got a training from uh, my guru Rahul Ranadev and then Mr Sormangchuk Rebecca Norman all these thing and then I started uh, this uh, all the friends are like uh, they had on me video and I make small uh, movies everybody support me standing you can do it you know i'm really thanks to all my viewer um, we all my friends you can do it what do you say in the before yes. i got conference and then when i always choose the difficult path you know so yes. jump on it and everything will come and then like when i have camera on my hands then <laughs> i can't stop you know because like the camera and everything in my part of body and yes. then when i sleep i always keep my camera on my table you know yes. and then i really play every time so lot but again the problem is we don't have a internet uh, like uh, access is still there i can otherwise i can learn a lot but somehow later uh, from the segmol i learned all these thing and then i went to delhi bombay and then 
the world is so beautiful because so many people say world is so small i don't think so it's so small it's just so big you know yes. we can learn so many things from so, so many see, people so much, so to, much to see so much and that how till now more than uh, around 20 film i met uh, fiction documentary that how i learned uh, like uh, this is i'm so happy to share you all today the shepherds of the glacier yes and we can see how you love the camera and the camera loves you and yes it is part of you because at the end even if you have a good heart you have to have that good hand and in your movies it goes to the heart because it's so beautifully made and i hope that you keep making this type of movies and documentaries so what are your upcoming projects are there anything uh, any ideas yes uh, there is a uh, few movie right now i'm working uh, the one movie is just completed with uh, co-director with christian modelet it is uh, after i travel more than uh, now 15 years mm-hmm. uh, in france and the later last uh, since 2 year i'm in united uh, uh, i'm here us uh, with uh, my dear friend uh, linda cordiard and then we've been in many um, uh, institutions many public and then I understood that there is something wrong somewhere yes and then I realized how grandparents is important for a grandchildren you know yes. so I took this subject and then uh, we just completed uh, this movie um, uh, still uh, title is not yet uh, complete uh, all the shootings and editings done in France okay and another uh, movie I'm making in uh, in Mongolia Uh-huh. and this is sort of my challenge because when i shoot shepherds of the glacier it is minus 32 but then i want to go some place which is more cold than ladakh and then more look difficult but then we've been in uh, mongolia for last 2 years and there is uh, like in gobi desert one beautiful story will come soon it is a story about uh, daughter and father and then how they go to school on camel and how their they cover with this climate you know there is so many things to tell because sometimes we took everything in granted we underestimate yes. yes and how they live you know the the modern world hmm. like have to learn so many things from all these places you know and then there was uh, another uh, three movies coming yeah, i'm right now working and i hope uh, but it is uh, you know it's a documentary it's not easy uh, so documentary world and fiction is completely different and uh, when yeah. i say because for funding because of uh, Uh, to sustainable my family myself and then to marketing is not same as fiction but uh, i hope that my aim is that uh, like uh, even like in my own countries in india even like two person will watch the movie it is yes. a big thing you know yeah. so that's why like uh, there is few more movie will come and yes. i hope you will all definitely uh, and the, i think you are kind of bridging the gap between that commercial bollywood kind of movies and this documentaries because at the end we want that satisfaction that happiness right and it's not always just the songs when i watch your movies i get the same happiness same satisfaction and more so if people like you keep making movies like this definitely people are going to watch them and at the end we won't have this gap as oh this is like art kind of movie and this kind of a commercial movie right and you talked about the modern world and the life there so here again i'll come back to linda and you have seen up and close you have seen this world the west and then you have been there too and we have been talking about this relevant issues global warming and climate change 
Now, this is a big, big question. But what do you think? What steps? What should we do more? Because we certainly now need to take a pause and do something about it. What are your views? It's a big question. It is. It is. But it is like so needed. And, you know, maybe the first step is just getting people to recognize what an incredible challenge it is we have going forward. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, that it really is about people being able to do things on a small scale. Yes. That that, that ability to just shake the world gently, mm-hmm. even from within your own community, you know, your own sphere of influence, um, is really what begins to contribute to big change. So I think that people, and I, when you've mentioned before, when you touch people's heart, they're more apt to take a challenge on than just by an intellectual understanding. And so when you see a movie like The Shepherdess, it brings home in a way far more than, um, let's say, a much more academic approach to global warming or those changes. Mm-hmm. That That's what inspires people. So... Um, that first step is to just create that that level of awareness and then get people to hopefully move forward to take action. And that was really when I look at certainly the situation in Ladakh where it is so powerful. And, and as a Westerner, for me to go in and see how these women have been living for centuries, in many ways, very little of that has changed. Yes. But just as stands and said, the things that are changing, yes. they have no control over. Yes, things are changing. And you're right, small steps. We have to be aware. And once we are aware, we automatically will start working on that. And here, I think I would like to thank you, Linda, and I would like to thank Mary for bringing Stenzin to us and sharing this whole new world to all the listeners, to all the people. Mary, would you like to say a few things? Thank you so much for for uh, welcoming Stanson to Stanford, and also his film will be showing um, thanks to the host center of Buddhist studies. Yes, and we all are excited about the screening of the movie, and mm-hmm. thank you so much for bringing him here. And on a lighter note, Stanson, I would ask you <laughs> something which I want to know. Did your sister watch the movie, watch the documentary? Uh, yeah. Okay. This is, uh, she's uh, like, um, I just wanted to tell you this uh, story. It is like, uh, yeah, sitting watch the movie and uh, like today, like uh, uh, everybody said, wow, it's a good movie. Yes. And when I was in France and everybody, sitting must come to Europe, you know, <laughs> and everybody was asking this, you know. Yes. And then last in 2000, um, uh, I think 17, uh, my co-director, Christian Modelitz, and uh, Festival, everybody, there is like, you know, thousands and thousands of people are waiting for her, that how she is like, you know, and then she came uh, uh, to France last, uh, in 2017, there is the own stories, and then it was coming from Himalaya to Delhi, and Delhi to go to in um, Paris and then Lyon is another story, you know. But when she was landed in Paris, she just saying, wow, you know, it's a completely different world. Mm. And then after that, there was a big festival in the Alps in France. It called um, Auto International Film Festival. Yes. And like thousands of people are waiting for her. And then 
I'm so lucky that uh, I have a sister like uh, I have a like a sister like Tsering, you know. She came there, and when we all they all invite us on the stage, mm -hmm. there was a big stage. She directly went on the stage. She took the mic, she sang a song beautifully, wow. and thousands of people are like giving ovations to her. And overnight, she's becoming a little celebrity there, you know. Wow, and she then is when, a celebrity. Yeah, when <laughs> she see herself in a big screening, the movie, she was just like, you know, oh, I'm on the screening. She was, I think like she was shy. <laughs> and then she hearing her, her voice first time. She always listening the radio, but now she's hearing oh, her voice. Wow. And, she, wow. and then when the animals are appears on the, uh, in the screening, she was crying. Oh. And then... And then I miss all my animals, you know. <laughs> and then later, she took the mic and she's, how just we can imagine. She took the mic, she saying, I'm sorry, everyone. I didn't speak languages, but I will sing a song for you. Wow. And she sang a beautiful song, beautiful song. And then after she was uh, invited for a celebrity uh, dinner, and then she was next morning, she was on this national radio herself uh -huh. and she on the newspaper and then all these like you know and she seen everything after she sang something i wanted to see, see a shepherd in france there is some shepherd of course my sister there is a lot oh, of shepherd she wanted uh, to see the yeah. local shepherds <laughs> and then we went to uh, see lots of shepherd and shepherdess in uh, in um, uh, in france uh -huh. and when you see in uh, in india in ladakh the part of ladakh it is completely desert yes. when she have to go to the mountain she have to every day she like single day she have to walk seven kilometer to 18 kilometer every day for the grass mm -hmm. there all the sheep and goats are like full of grass and she's saying oh here all the sheep and goats are like in a five-star hotel you know <laughs> <laughs> and then she's seen all these things and yes. she's a big woman and then we went back to uh, Ladakh and mm -hmm. after that I was afraid She's seen now, uh, like luxury, bedroom, yes, bedroom, yes. all uh -huh. life. She'll say she will not go back to uh, mountain again. After I climatized, uh, she saying, I want to go back to mountain again, you know. I was so happy. But Stanzin, you, I have a promise you have to do something for us. I think, I don't want to die these animals with me because this is our everything. Yes. And can you do something for me? Yes. to be becoming a shepherd uh, like more uh, fashion and more comfortable i think what i do my sister and huh. she say you have to make 36 shepherd solar house where she live now it is she's living in a small tent it's so uh -huh. difficult yes. and that's why youngs are not interested you know because it's so difficult yes, and yes. she has a vision and she's saying if you and uh, your co-director kitchen modeled and people make a shepherd house and it would be great for us. Then we can revive all this culture again. Yes. Then young will come again. Then also, how it is possible? Even she giving an idea, and she saying, "We I have a lots of wools, and then with this wool, and then you can make a socks. When you have a conference, sell these socks to everywhere." Oh, she's already yeah. talking about fundraising. Exactly, you know? and oh, then such an inspiration. Exactly, <laughs> we ask to each woman to make a one beautiful Ladakhi socks with the ships and wool from this, and then when uh, we have a conference in um, uh, like here also uh, in uh, in uh, state with the Atlanta Courier, we have uh, t-shirts and socks, but we finish all this, but. Uh, 
also we have some in France we go we sell the socks for uh, 10 uh, euro and 10 US dollar it is a 700 like this we are so happy already more than 10 uh, uh, 10 12 shepherd house we build it and then I'm we are so lucky that we got so many awards for this film all these awards monies are goes to build all the shepherd house in the high Himalayas. Altogether, her dream is coming true, you know. And wow. that's why she's not a simple shepherd. I she's know. a I'm, big dream. I'm in <laughs> tears, Tenzing. Because, yeah. see, we may complain, we can fuss about things and just keep on complaining. But we just need one person to rise above that, to dream, to work hard, to have that passion and make that change. And not just stop there to inspire other people to do that and such a great job you and your sister are doing please thank your sister from all of us she is not just an inspiration for the whole humanity but personally I think I'm taking so much from her today it's not just about working hard it's about taking it forward doing it with such happiness and I wish you all the luck all my best wishes are with you. I hope that you keep making this kind of documentaries because it's not just creating awareness, but you are kind of uh, making people aware of their own power they have. It's not just about watching that movie and being happy that oh, something good is happening somewhere, but it's about getting inspired and that is the job you are doing and your sister are doing. So I thank you, I congratulate you and I wish and I hope that you keep doing this good work. And at the end, I would ask you, what is the message you would like to give this young Stanford and Berkeley students, all these youngsters who are so passionate about doing something, but they don't know what to do and how to do? Yeah, I really wanted to uh, convey my deep message to everyone because the education what we get is important. Yes. But sometimes, like when I see the modern educations, you know, we are always with the uh, uh, laptop and iPads, you mm -hmm. know. We, we are only using only two fingers now. Yes. And then sometimes I'm feeling after like a thousand years, then human will born with only with two fingers, not with <laughs> other so ten, right. uh, ten fingers. We will yes. lose all this. Like this. It's everything is important, you know, yes. from to like, you know, all the educations, you know, and that why like it's very important to travel, not only like travel to different part of the world and sharing and not that we think what I'm living is the best. It's not like that. Yes. When we travel, we know all these things. Otherwise, sometimes you may heard about my country in a different way. Yes. When you visit my country, it's not like that, that yes. what the... Uh, that sitting there is a thousands of sitting in my uh, countries and maybe yes. other countries too you know yeah. that's why I always saying like be traveled and be tied to share with each other yes. and then we have to be a complete man you know complete yes. women you know just to enjoy their life and then everybody is saying this world is so small I don't think so it's small it's so big you know and yes. we have to learn so many things from the nature you know yes. and then please we can't like uh, uh, implement the, like you know nature is something so so special and when yes. you go in the nature you can you can you can hear that yes. that's why like um, I say always uh, be exchange and be go 
This is how we make the difference, right? So thank you, Linda. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Stanzin. I, I'm very, very happy that we all talked here, and I'm very sure my listeners are very happy too. And I wish you all the best. And thank you so much for your time. And I hope that you keep making such wonderful, beautiful movies. And I hope that Sering keeps working hard and keeps inspiring the whole humankind, not just in your homeland, but all over the world. Thank you very much. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Ya la luna, ya la almohada, kuji nanda sana. <laughs>